Welcome to ClickFunnels Radio, where we go behind the scenes and uncover the tactics and strategies top entrepreneurs are using to make more sales, dominate their markets, and how you can get those same results. Here's your host, Dave Woodward. Well, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the ClickFunnels Radio podcast. I want to introduce you to Mr. Onnit, also known as Mr. Trey Llewellyn. This guy's the guy who gets things done. I can tell you, uh, I met Trey last year out at our Funnel Hacking Live event. And as he spoke from stage, I was so totally impressed with a guy who understands not only marketing, but the importance of tracking stats and testing like crazy. Uh, again, Trey is a guy who, as you, take a, as you get to know Trey, one of the things you'll find out, he's a huge, hugely successful guy in business, but also a very successful family man. Started off in electrical engineering and computer science, but is now running a multi-million dollar physical products internet business and coaching program. And so welcome to the call, Trey. Glad to have you here, bud. Am I on Wikipedia now? See, that is awesome. Like, that, was, that was the best bio ever. I was well, like, thank oh, you. Got me sweet, so that's awesome. What up, man? Good to, have, good to be here. Good to be here. Good to talk to you. Good to you know, kind of reconnect here a little bit and rekindle. I, I love it. Uh, well, thanks so much for being on the call. As we started the, our ClickFunnels radio podcast, I thought of all the people, I had to make sure you were one of our first, first people we interviewed. I can tell you the thing I love watching all of all the stuff that you end up doing Trey is you just get stuff done so fast and so tell me a little bit about uh, real quick for those people who may not know you give us a real quick uh, synopsis real fast uh, overview of kind of you know what let me kind of I'm gonna fast forward on that actually I can tell you as I was looking at stuff you made mention about uh, getting serious in your business about uh, three or four years ago about 2013 I think what would you say really triggered uh, becoming serious in your business Man, it, it was time. It was time. You know, like I was looking at, I, at the end of the year, I always look back. I'm like, you know, did I, did I push to my full potential? <clears throat> you know, like every day, like, could, you know, did, did, did I do what needed to be done? Um, you know, for instance, like, could I have sent a, another email before I left to my list? Yeah. Could I have, you know, uh, done some offer product research before I, you know, woke up that morning? Yeah. Um, could I woke up a little earlier? So that was I bringing my full potential to the table. And, you know, I was like, no, I'm not like, I, I felt like I could do more, give more, be more. And I, you know, I, I sat down, I was like, what's the biggest problem. And the biggest problem I found was delegation. I, I was, a, I, I hated delegating. And that was a big learning point for me back about three years ago is, you know, that was an aha moment is I need to start delegating. I need to be okay. You know, giving someone access and, to my little my little baby business, you know, and that's the only way way to grow. And so that that's why you know that's that's the whole thing that I really started uh, evaluating and looking at. Uh, well, that takes a lot of trust. I know. I think oh, that's the uh, problem yeah, a lot of us yeah. as entrepreneurs have is we all know we can do it better ourselves. Tim so, uh, Tim Ferriss he said it pretty well in his book uh, The Four Hour Work Week. I think a lot of people know about that in, by now, but this was, it was kind of new back then, you know. Uh, and he, he made a good example of it. He's like, you know, if you, if you don't want to, you know, give access to your business to, you know, maybe a VA, then, then do something different. Have them, uh, go pick out clothes on, you know, express.com or go, go have them, uh, you know, I don't know, balance your checkbook or something, you know, something that you could like, you could build trust with them. Like the really a VA just can't be there physically, but everything else else they can do virtually and uh that's kind of where i started i started uh with getfriday.com and uh it's a big you know company out in india 
that I worked with, they all had MBAs. And so I started giving them just minimal tasks that I really didn't care to do, which maybe was like, you know, stat stats for the day. Like, Hey, how'd we do in sales? And not at that time I was only, you know, selling 10 products a day. So it really wasn't a big deal, <laughs> but you know, it, it was, it built trust. And I think that's what really helped me out to start building that big trust factor. And then being able to scale, start looking at how do you scale, you know, like how do you uh, grow? And that was, you know, yet another learning curve that was about to begin. Well, that's awesome. I can tell you one of my favorite pictures of you is I've seen on Facebook a a ton is is basically where, you know, a couple years ago you were shipping out, you know, two or three tubs to the U.S. Postal Service. And now you've got, what, seven UPS trucks or whatever it is coming to your office every day picking products up. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's not ridiculous. It's awesome. Right. And it's, but, it's so cool. Like, like, you know, as a kid, I'd always, I'd always drive by those big, like everybody's got them in every city, those big old factories that got the, the semi tractor trailers backed up to the door. <laughs> and you're just like, what are they selling every day to be loading that many semi tractor trailers of product? Like that's just, I was just, I'm just always in awe of that. And, uh, you know, like, it's just slowly built. It's, it's branding, it's product, it's knowledge, it's, you know, building a business around it and having a foundation. And, uh, you know, finally, just ironically, just yesterday, UPS called and they said, Hey, it, it would actually be beneficial for us just to park a, uh, a 40 foot tractor trailer up to your door every day. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, are you serious? And like, yeah, and they're like, if you can put everything on a pallet and shrink wrap it and, and, uh, we'll come pick it up at 8, 8 PM and you'll have another one there at 6 AM the next morning, empty, ready to go. And I was like, wow, that's, you know what, how, how kind of like breathtaking is that? Like what an achievement, right. To just to kind of have that like momentum and to be able to, just had that like, yeah, it's okay. So yeah, it's one 40 foot tractor trailer. Like, you know, we got our little guy rocking here. It's not 40 of them down the line by any means, but it's kind of cool. You know, it's kind of cool. Dude, that is so sweet. That, that is absolutely awesome. And again, I think the crazy thing for me as I look at your business is you really did this almost within the last three years. No, we did it in the last nine months. Oh, you're kidding me. No, we, uh, uh, Bryson, Bryson, my partner, brother, uh, today, today, January 8th, uh, during this, uh, we might have to cut that out. Can I say dates? Sure. Okay. We'll rewind. So, uh, so on that, so January 8th, today, uh, anniversary is, uh, uh, it showed him a picture and it showed him a picture of him cleaning his desk, which the desk sits in the loft of my, my house. And so that's where we started. One year ago today, I was in my house. And what a cool, like, like I love the Facebook, you know, flashbacks because it just gives you a reminder of, like, how fast you can grow uh, and, and, and not realize it. But, um, I mean, we got a lot to talk about. I mean, that's what that's Trace, what's so cool. That's massive scale. It's I mean, massive. That, is, that is massive scaling Yeah, in a 12-month period of time. That is awesome. Well, obviously, everyone who's listening to this is probably sitting there going, well, tell us more. Tell us more. How in the world? What are you doing? How's How are you using ClickFunnels? Right I mean, kind of spill us in. Well, so yeah, um, so you you kind of you kind of mentioned like okay, yeah, we you know we started we started one business nine months ago and we've grown that. And before that, we were doing the T-shirt thing. That's when like Teespr- Teespring was hot and it was rocking and like people were selling shirts and we kind of got on that gamut. And uh, that's like one of the pictures out there. That's like me and my brother toasting the champagne and we had a really good month in April. Uh, we, you know, we hit a six figure month and that was really cool. Did we do that our first month? No. So, you know, make sure like when you guys are, are listening 
to these numbers, I mean, they might sound so like absurd and like profound and like, wow, that's really out there. Like I'm just trying to make a thousand bucks a month. And that's cool. Like, so did we, you know, we started, I was scared to spend more than 10 bucks a day on Facebook. That's where I started. <laughs> and, and, you know, it just, it just comes with, with, you know, pushing yourself and, and getting out of your comfort zone. So back then, yeah, we we're doing Teespring thing, uh, you know, making great money. And then I was like, you know, this is going to become possibly saturated. A lot of people got into our market, which is totally cool. And so I started switching over at that time uh, to a more of a physical product mode. Now, T-shirts are physical, yes, but I don't like uh, sizes right now. And so like like a shirt size, they can, you know, it's medium, small, large, and if they want to buy two, if, vice versa, it gets a little more difficult, especially with like a uh, uh, an online system that we're wanting to run. So, yeah, is there other places out there and platforms that can do stuff like that? Sure, but, you know, we prefer ClickFunnels, to be quite honest. So... We, uh, we went the physical route. We started f- doing physical products. Uh, we started a couple, uh, you know, endeavors with that, which was, you know, selling just uh, um, basically accessories, accessories to firearms. And that's where my brother kind of comes into play is the law enforcement. And I'm just kind of like the marketing guy behind the scenes that, you know, I do, I do a pretty good job at, at creating offers. That's what's really hard on the market today to find is good offers, uh, to run, and so I knew if I could create a good offer, and he could show me what you know the police force was looking for, then we could maybe you know do something. And so that's kind of where we kind of get into flash of of twelve months ago, where we started looking at you know how do we start selling physical products on a massive scale? Like how what does that look like? What is that? What are the goals? What is the plan? What is the you know the systems behind the inner workings of all that? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it totally does. I know as I was. Uh... At our last Funnel Hacking Live event, you were talking about, uh, you know, everything from, I think it was wolf oil, you know, cleaning type of stuff and targets that you're using. But yep. I think the key you said there, and I, I think I hope really everyone who's listening understands, is it's the importance of the offer up front. I know with us at ClickFunnels, we're always looking for different offers we can use to get people in. You always seem to get a saturation of your offer after a while, and so you have to always be testing and tweaking new offers I think you've just done an amazing job at, at creating different types of offers. If you don't mind, kind of explain to people some of the offers you're doing and, and how you're driving traffic. Uh, oh, man. How do we drive traffic? Good question. So everywhere, right? Anywhere anywhere someone is is where we're headed out to to grab them. Uh, we start all of our stuff with Facebook. Facebook's the easiest uh, to learn. It's, it's the I'd say the easiest to turn a quick buck. You know, and, and make sure an offer is going to work. But there again, the audience is limited. Um, you know, like when you start when you start getting in upwards of levels of five thousand a day, ten thousand a day on Facebook, you need to start like looking at uh, different different traffic sources. And so we we go out to a lot of places. We do things. Uh, we advertise on Google. We advertise on AOL, Yahoo. Um, you know, CNN, uh, all the all the big all the big you know uh, websites. And then we'll move into, you know, doing drops. We'll go out and buy email list drops that are in our niche. Uh, we'll call up, you know, we'll call up uh, uh, big warehouses, big, big uh, industry, like, you know, people who, who would carry our products and might have a database and say, hey, do you guys sell your database? Do you sell uh, your name? You know, do you rent them out, not sell them? Do you rent them out? And some of them, yeah, some of them do, some of them don't. And, you know, we, 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 we bid an offer and say, hey, we'd love to, you know, send an offer to your list and see how they like it. And we'll pay you X amount of dollars to, to do the drop. 
And so that, you know, that's another traffic source. Um, we're looking at, you know, Amazon. We're looking at getting into big brands like Walmart and Target and, you know, Gander Mountain and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it, it all, but it all starts with Facebook. It all started with 10 bucks a day. And then we just scale from there. If the offer is producing, um, and then and then I guess you know one big thing is is don't don't get caught up like when your offer starts to stop converting. You know a lot of people freak out, and uh, you know this happens all the time. It's like you you create a good funnel, like the funnel works. Don't don't go and change the funnel. The funnel is not broken, right? It's the it's the front end. It's the the material or the creative that you've that you've pushed out to this audience. That's either it's now they're either uh, blind to it, they've read it, or they're just not interested. So you need to come up with a new, a new angle. Um, again, that's the one traffic source. So maybe you you extinguish Facebook. Now let's go out to a different media source and uh, and try that. So I think that'd be one big point, uh, Dave. Is is just to make sure that you know don't don't lose sight on the offer because once you build a good offer, now it's just time to go go grab traffic and build the cash. Love that. I think that's the main thing people have to understand is there's so much traffic out there. Once you get an offer that converts, you can keep using it in, in multiple areas. So I love that idea. So now you've got traffic coming into your site. I know as I've looked at some of the stuff you're doing, you have an amazing job at being able to understand your customer really well. Uh, I think one of the things I've heard you say multiple times is is find out what it is they want to buy and then just sell them that stuff. And seems I think that uh, <laughs> it, I know it seems real simple, but I think a lot of us kind of lose sight of that. We're always trying to create something new or exciting or different, but uh, as they're coming to your site, obviously, what types of things are you using in your funnels? You're going from a, basically kind of a, a tripwire or something on the front end. Where does it go from there? Uh, it really depends. It, I mean, it really depends on what type of funnel you're wanting to build. Like, what kind of company are you wanting to, to create? Um, you know, is it brand awareness? Are you just wanting to create a brand? Uh, are you wanting to, you know, just do a solid, a hard offer, right? Like something that there's no continuity. It's just a funnel full of products. Uh, then there's coaching offers. Then there's uh, you know continuity offers. So it really depends on like how the funnel we how we structure the funnel on the back end on really on um, you know how we set it up like how we how we come in and say okay what type of funnel is this going to be who are we trying to attract and what do we want the end result to be because we'll like if we if we want the end result to be hey we want to build our membership then obviously the funnel probably will not uh, will not make us money. Right. It will not be profitable. It, not, it, will, it, it, it might break even if we're lucky, right? Because our, our goal is to get as many people into continuity. And that way, they're in a membership, they have a high stick rate, and we can, you know, we can nurture them over the next 6, 12 months to keep them as a, as a member. Uh, now, if it's not that, if it's branding, then you know, we're going to have higher structure products on the back. So we'll, we'll, we'll sell maybe a higher, higher uh, value product on the front and then escalate that through pricing on, on the back of the funnel. I mean, it really... It just really depends on what our end goal is. So right now, you've got multiple businesses. Obviously, you have a coaching program. You have a physical program. You've got a continuity program. Um, let's take, for example, on the the one that you're looking at that we kind of alluded to earlier that just kind of grown up and you've scaled so well. One of the things I was looking at is you've got the opportunity where you're bringing people in on the front end and on the back end, you're getting them into a membership program. And you're using physical products to do that. Is that correct? Yes. That's the easiest way. So help, explain to people how that's done. Because most people, I, we run across a lot of the Amazon sellers and things, and they're just out there selling multiple physical products, but they're missing the whole idea as far as you've got 
you now have this client or customer, how can they then convert that person into a, a continuity or a membership type of a product? Yeah, I mean, if they're just selling on Amazon, I mean, I don't think that'll ever be possible because Amazon hates to even give out the data, the, the, the database, right? Right. But let's just say it's a physical product. If you've got a physical product, how do you take – I mean, most people think of a physical product and they never think of being able to monetize that like you have into a membership. Uh-huh. We like – you know, when, we're, when we look at products, I, you know, I take a little different look at it. And I think maybe that's why we've been you know, really successful with it is – I don't want like a little trinket, you know, like a little snow globe that I'm going to sell, like and no, that no one's ever going to use and be like, oh, well, I think I purchased a snow globe one time. You know, I'm wanting, I'm wanting something that's like, wow, that's heavy. That's uh, solid. You know, like when they feel it, they're like, wow, like this is quality. This is quality. And that's, that's one big thing. So once you have that quality item, then it's time to say, okay, how do we... Uh, create such a such a way with pictures, with videos, with creative that shows them, you know, without having them be able to touch it, that it that it is quality. That it, hey, this is this is made of, you know, I don't know, steel. This it weighs over five pounds. Uh, when people hold it, this is what they say, you know. So like, and then when and then we want the same result when they receive it, right? So like when they receive it, they're like, wow, like I'm proud to be an owner of one of this. Uh, so we, we look at, you know, there's, there's quite a bit of things that we look at. We look at, okay, you know, one, we want quality two it has to be a good price. So we'll search on, uh, made in China. We'll search on, you know, Alibaba or AliExpress or, you know, all those, all those really good ones. And, um, and, and then we, and then we start negotiating, you know, we just don't buy from AliExpress. I think a lot of people do that. Uh, they'll buy strictly from AliExpress versus talking. Uh, to to the to the people and saying hey here's kind of what I'm looking to do um, you know I'll be right up front like I'm looking at a hundred units uh, I'll, you know maybe maybe in the in a week or two I can grab a thousand of them depending on how it rolls out but I think I can really sell your product uh, what's what's the price at a hundred what's the price at a thousand what's the price at ten thousand just so you can kind of give it get an idea and work with your numbers and understand how the funnel is going to uh, uh, produce. And, and it's, you know, that's what we do. So we, basically we look at it as, okay, how can we get an item such that's quality, but also create it to where uh, the shipping charge, the shipping and handling will cover the product costs. So if we get a product for, I don't know, maybe it's $4 or $5, uh, and then we charge shipping, and shipping might be $2.95. So on the front, we'll charge, you know, $7.95 for shipping and handling, which on our part, covers for the shipping and it covers for the product itself but we pitch it as it's free right like hey this is a $20 item today we're giving away for free all you got to pay is shipping and handling which is $7.95 and we'll get it out the door for you awesome well now that you've got them how do you if a person's buying a physical product how what type of a membership are you putting them into well it has to be congruent right of course yeah so i mean if you have if you have hockey players coming in, you don't want to sell them a, a, a fireman. Uh, <laughs> you know? like, they're like, why am I in a fire? Like, why am I learning how to bat fires? Like, it doesn't make any sense. You know, you want to put them into something that they're going to be like, wow, this is crazy cool. Like, I'm really stoked to be in this thing. Uh, you have to make it, you know, valuable. You have, to, you have to give them a reason of why. Like, why do you want to do this? Uh, you know, one thing that we've found that's really simple is, is uh, you know, bringing them in for a trial dollar. And what we'll do is, is we'll give them 
uh, another free freebie uh, of what they just purchased, and that works really well. Uh, you know, people the dopamine has released in their in their brains. Uh, they're really excited. They're in buy mode now. They've already submitted their credit card, and as soon as the second pop, the screen pops. You know, we can use that uh, as our advantage to to kind of say, hey, you know, we got all this other offer too, and we'll say, you know, like, hey, if you try our member our hockey membership for for a dollar today, we'll also include another uh, hockey puck in your package today, which is a twenty dollar another twenty dollar value. So for just a dollar, you not only get a thirty day free access to our uh, membership. For the hockey, you know, whatever association, but you also get a you know a free twenty dollar hockey puck in your package. Is that something you like to do today? And then after you know thirty days, uh, you know your your card will be charged nineteen ninety five, twenty nine ninety five, whatever. And uh, and here's all the information for you to call and cancel if need be. Oh, that's awesome. So, are your memberships are they additional physical products? Are they more of an informational product? What types of things are you are they usually getting inside of a membership area? Again, it really depends. You know, um, it depends on the type of members that we're building. Uh, what is their purpose, right? Are they in it to like some of them? Some of them just want to be in a place to hang out, you know, and, and talk. Um, I'll give you a great example: is with all the stuff that's going on with uh, the police force right now. You know, police uh, are very um, uh, slow to, you know. Uh, comment on something, which is good, you know, like, you know, because you don't want to get banned or whatnot. So they're, they like places right now or forums, private forums to where they can go and just communicate in herds as, you know, and, and communicate back and forth to relay their struggles, relay their concerns, relay, you know, what's going on. And so for them, just being in a, in a group together with, with uh, similar, you know, associates or colleagues is great and they'll pay for that. Whereas maybe you have, you know, uh, someone who's into bow hunting and he wants to know how to get the best tips, where to find the best arrows, and can we provide that to them? Can we give them, them wholesale pricing as a member? You know, can we send them videos on how to shoot more accurately, how to increase how far they can shoot? You know, so it really depends on your niche, and only you know your niche as, as well as anyone. You know, the same thing with us. Like we get in, in in the particular properties that we're familiar with and that we feel that we can come in and dominate. I think that's awesome. I think, Trey, one of the things you've done a great job at, and that is always being able to go out and actually talk to and communicate with with those members. I know uh, it's fun for me to kind of look at some of the stuff that you've done. And I was looking at uh, some of the stuff just most recently where you're not afraid to pick up the phone and actually call some of the people who are actually either buying or didn't complete an order or to find out why didn't they complete it or what are they looking for. And I think that one of the issues we run across with a lot of people is they all think online, 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 and they just never want to pick up the phone and actually talk to their actual customers. So you've done a great job at uh, doing that. Anything you could encourage people to, to do as far as different ways of communicating with their, with their members? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, if you're not calling failed payments, you're crazy. Like you, you don't love money. Like you're, you're in the wrong business, right? Like, you're, they're, like you think you're going in the right direction, but if you're not even just like calling your failed payments, like I don't care if it's just three fails a day or two fails a day or even one fail a day. I mean, that's, that's insane. Because um, that's people who try to fat finger their credit card into the, the credit card form and press enter and it failed. They're like, oh, well, I don't know. And then it shows up like in your accounts of, hey, this, this credit card failed. Do you want to do anything about it? And Man, I would say uh, probably a good, I mean, 90%, 99% of people probably don't even touch those fails. 
you know? And just, and just <laughs> I would agree it. with you on that. That's the probably. Is, I don't know what they're scared of. You know, it's an easy script. It's, um, you know, hey, uh, Mr. 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 Uh, Mr. Dave. Uh, I just I was following up on an order you placed uh, yesterday for a you know Wolf Oil. Yeah, what's going on? Hey, I just wanted to verify your address real quick. Okay, let's verify that. Does that sound good? Yeah. Hey, by the way, Dave, it does look like that car didn't go through. I do have your Wolf Oil sitting right next to me. I can get that out today. What's the What's the first four digits of your credit card? <laughs> Sounds like you've said that a couple of times. Right. <laughs> it's smooth, right? Absolutely. I, no, I love that. I think, again, it's we have so many of the people we work with who are just thinking they're going to have this online business where they never, ever have to talk to anybody. And I love what you made mention earlier as far as you must not love money or have a fear of it. And again, it, everyone has their own fears as far as what's going to happen at their line. But if you're confident about your product, it just makes complete sense to me that you would call anybody who didn't purchase. I mean, especially if they, they went through, started to fill out their credit card information, everything else like that. So I, I appreciate you bringing that up. They did. They did purchase though. That's the key. Isn't that's not that they didn't purchase. They did purchase. They just didn't, they failed that, that, you know, something didn't like, there's a lot of systems that are going on in the background, you know, for it all to kind of like sync up. It's a miracle. I think so every transaction I look at, I'm like, thank you. So, <laughs> you know, like there's, there's always something breaking, but like, yeah, they, I mean, these guys said they wanted your product. They said they wanted it. So why not reach out and say hello? You know, or do a follow-up. Um, another thing is, is where a lot of people lack that I see uh, is, is talking to their current clients. It's like, you know, like they, they want to like stash the cash and like go hide in a cubbyhole into where, you know, you need, you need to get a little bit of a, and if you don't, if you're not, you know, uh, outgoing and, and you're more of an introvert versus an extrovert, you know, find somebody who is an extrovert and we'll call the people because uh, it'll pay for itself. But at the end of the day, you know, I uh, usually once a week, if not once every two weeks, I'll jump on the phones and I'll take our incoming calls. I'll take our outgoing calls and I'll work through the scripts with everybody. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll get in the trenches and because I need to know what the problem is. And if you want to figure out what the problems are real fast, you get on the phone with your customers and they're going to they're gonna tell you what what's going on. You know, hey, you, you know, this this took too long to ship or Hey, when I when I received my product, it wasn't what I what I thought it was. Well, why is that? You know, what what did you think you were gonna get? Um, and how do we fix it, right? And that's that's the key is how do you fix those problems? Because that's what's gonna make you stay ahead. And I'll I'll stay on the phone with our with our avatars 20, 30 minutes, you know, just talking to them, asking them, you know, hey, what's the what's the most recent thing you've purchased? Oh man, I just purchased, you know, I don't know. Um you know, a, a brown belt or something or a cowboy hat. All right, cool. What brand was it? What color is it? Why'd you purchase it? What was the reason for the purchase? How much did you spend on it? You know, that gives me an idea of like, what's my wallet size? What's my avatar's wallet size? Like, is he willing to go out and buy a $150 cowboy hat? Man, maybe that's something I should look into, you know? So just, it just perks, it, 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 it sparks ideas is what it does. And I tell you what, like, I don't, I don't sell anything uh, that I come up with. And uh, that's key here because I think uh, another mistake a lot of people make, Dave, is that they're like, "All right, I'm going to go, I'm going to go purchase, um, you know, a thousand stickers with this slogan and this. I think this is cool. This is this is legit right here." And then they buy the <laughs> stickers, and they they build a funnel, and then they're like, they run some traffic to it, and it bombs. And now their wife's like, "Hey, honey, 
why we still got a thousand or 999 stickers besides the one that you put on your car. And, he's, <laughs> and, he, and he has like, you know, no reason for it. He's like, well, I thought it was going to be a, a big hit and it doesn't. And that's, that's what I found is, you know, everything that I think is cool fails and bombs. And so I stopped selling what I think is cool. I start selling what people buy, you know, what they're already buying. Like what, look at what they're already purchasing and go sell that. Like, why not? You know, it make, it just makes common sense. To, to do that and get in front of the parades. So, you know, that's, that's one thing I'd say is, is make sure when you're, when you're starting, you know, build the funnel first. ClickFunnels makes it super simple. Uh, drag and drop is, is the name of the game and, and pop something up, run some traffic to it, 10, 20 bucks. If it doesn't convert, all right, switch the headline, tinker with it a little bit, send another 10, 20 bucks, like get it perfected a little bit and then order the stickers, you know, do a, do a pre-sale. Hey guys, we're selling stickers, ten bucks a pop. Right now we're in pre-sale order where you can get them for five. Yeah, we're gonna be delayed 20, 20 days, but you know what? You can get them for half price. So if you'd like one, grab one. And then once it starts selling, you got twenty days to get the stickers in stock. I love yeah. that. No, I think that too many times people think they've got to figure it all out ahead of time. And you've always done a great job of basically testing it, testing it, testing it, and then at that point going ahead and fulfill it. I think uh, I was looking at, uh, I think it was our Funnel Act TV thing where you're talking about uh, actually going over and buying a product at Walmart because the person actually wanted, that's what they wanted and you ended up selling it or something to that effect. Do you remember what that story was? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Joke's on us on that one. We just sold, last week we sold 50 of those things and it was, uh, yeah, they're, they're uh, oil cleaning kits. We sold 50 of them in like two days and I didn't realize someone was going to push so much traffic to it. Walmart, Walmart only carries like five of those. So now, <laughs> like, I, don't, I think there's 15 Walmarts in St. Louis. So I had to send somebody to go and buy all five from all 15 uh, Walmarts. <laughs> so for those who don't know the story, I believe, basically, correct me if I'm wrong, you ended up talking to your, like you said, you were talking to your customers and asking them what else they wanted or yeah. what they were going to do with it. Are you go, It's your story. Why don't you tell it? Oh, I, I, you're doing a great job. <laughs> so, the wolf oil yeah the wolf oil we we're having it you know did it and then on the back end we wanted to add some things and so we were asking our guys like hey what you know what's something that you know you you are using with the oil and they're like oh man after i got the oil i went out and bought like a, a a cleaning kit i was like oh that'd be a good idea and so um so yeah i you know instead of ordering on amazon or going out to you know order a thousand of these puppies um i just went over to walmart like walmart's you know maybe three blocks away from our office and I just went in, into the gun department, and I was like, all right, what kind of oil cleaning kits we got here? And um, I, I found a, f- uh, a few and looked at – well, I didn't look at the price. I, I looked at, okay, what would I pay for this? You know, And I, I would pay probably $56, $58 for this kit, and Walmart selling it for 20 bucks. I was like, wow, done deal. So we, we went back to the, to the funnel, put it on the funnel, made it look real nice and clean, which it is, uh, put a nice headline – and, you know, we sold it, we're selling it for $56 and it's working. And so basically, you know, in the testing phase, it's like, wow, that's really cool. That's, that's working. It's converting. We're, you know, we're, we're profitable on it. And then, and then what we, what we are going to be doing is, is actually calling up the distribution center of that product and then just having them ship it here now, you know, versus having to go around to, to Walmart, all 15 of them. <laughs> I love good, it. Good problem. Good problems to have them, Dave. Like those are, those are good problems. Those are great problems. Fantastic. Well, tell me, from the stuff you're looking at right now for 2016, what are some of the things you're going to be testing or, or looking at, tweaking? Uh, 
what's what's on your forefront as far as what are you going to be doing in 2016? We have a slogan. If you don't show up, you can't blow up. Very cool. That's what, so how are you going to show up? That's what 2016 is going. So basically what we're going to do is we're, we're following a little bit of Uncle G, which is a uh, little Grant Cardone. He's one of our, uh, our, our partners with us. And, uh, you know, we, we follow him a lot. So I just uh, read his uh, 10X book. Awesome right, book. Yeah, he writes the 10X book. So basically 2016 equals 10X 2015. So everything that we did in 2015, we're writing a 10X beside it. And that's what we're that's what we're on pace for to do in uh, 2016. So you know we grew we grew our, our email database up to you know uh, well, I don't even know what it is. I think it's like 700,000 or 800,000. So all right, how do we get to eight million? You know, I absolutely love that. Love the idea as far as showing up. I think that's the problem too many intro- entrepreneurs have is they just never show up. It's a great idea. They're going to try to do something, but they never actually go out and do it. So. You were the king of being – so tell me, where did you get the nickname of Mr. On It? You know, that, that came uh, – so a slogan, a slogan I got from a good friend of mine, uh, you know, he'd always say, like, if you're waiting on me, you're backing down. And, that, you know, that, that always hit me. I was like, wow, I mean, yeah, if you're waiting on me, I guess, you know, or if I'm waiting on you, I'm backing down. So there's no backing down. Like, I'm, I'm here. I'm present. Like, what do you – you know, it, it, it needs to be done. Uh, you know, you're, you're behind me now because I'm, I'm ahead of you. And that's, that's what's so, you know, relevant to the Mr. On It piece is, you know, there's no time to wait. Like, why, why are we twiddling our thumbs around? Like, why are we creating roadblocks for ourselves? Uh, you know, I, as you mentioned, like, you know, I'm an engineer. Uh, you know, in Rala, when I went to Rala Engineering School for, what was it, four and a half years, uh, you know, the big thing that they teach you is they don't teach you, they don't teach you, like, how to go out and be an, an engineer. You know, they don't teach you, like, how to put a circuit board together. You know, they teach you like little things, but the, the main, the main uh, thing that they teach is problem solving. That's what you learn from engineering school. You learn how to problem solve and how to do it really well. And I think that's been a really big part and key into all of the scaling that we've witnessed in 9, 12 months. I mean, it's, a, it's amazing, but there's so many hurdles, right, that we had to just bulldoze through. Could every one of those hurdles have stopped us? Absolutely. Could they've stopped anyone else? Yeah. But the thing was, is like, how do we not let this slow us down? And it's, and it's hurdles. There's always hurdles. It doesn't matter if you're starting at 10 bucks a day or if you're doing, um, you know, I don't know, $50,000 a day on Facebook, you know, like that's, that's what's, what's so cool. And I'll give you a great example, especially when we were doing the Teespring thing. So back in April, 2013, we we've launched our, our biggest month, April, we're, we're about to hit you know, our goal was to hit $100,000 in, in T-shirt sales, which is a ginormous amount for T-shirts. Uh, I think it's over like 3,500 T-shirts have to be sold to even get to that. So one campaign, we're scaling it as fast as we can on Facebook. Teespring at the time only allowed you to have a campaign up for seven days. At the end of seven days, it like just shuts off. And then all the, you got to stop the traffic. Like once you got the, the roller coaster going, it's like, or the jet stream going, it just, you got to turn, it's like, it was a really weird concept. But anyways, day three, day four, day five. Day three, uh, we're, we're putting, you know, uh, uh, let's see, what was it? $1,000. No, we were spending $4,000 a day, okay, on Facebook. We increased it on day three to $5,000 a day, which which that is our cap. That, w- that was our cap on Facebook. So at the time, 
Facebook's capping us at five grand a day, let alone we have other offers going. So that entire five grand isn't going to this one offer that's converting so well. Second problem, credit card. Our credit card is capped at 5K. So we have a 5K credit limit on the, on the credit card. So guess what's happening? Oh, hey, Facebook capped uh, your Facebook ad spend. Sweet, I guess, because, all right, we can't spend any more today, guys. Might as well go home. Like, that was fun. You know, we're down by 6 p.m. We had, we had more, you know, I was like, oh, my God, like, so frustrating, right? And then, and then the next day, you walk in, you're like, all right, we got 5K to go. Roll in, and then you're like, log in, you're like, oh, your credit card's declined. Like, oh, my gosh, are you serious? And so we, we, we spent all of our, you know, our credit the day before. So now we have to pay off our credit card that, that next day, which takes 24 hours to pay off. And so then it's like, okay, the credit card's paid off. All right, next day. Hey, we spent 5K by 6 p.m. All right, perfect. And the next day, guess what? Oh, your credit card's declined. So it's like, like and, and there's, there's it just like, like, how would we have prepared for that, right? How do you, how do you prepare for those instances? And the only way that I've been able to kind of get in front of those problems is by a multiplication factor of a thousand. So today, if you're receiving three emails a day from your customers, how are you going to handle 3,000 emails a day? If you're getting three phone calls or 10 phone calls a day right now, how are you going to handle a thousand phone calls a day? Right? Like if you're getting chats on your, on your, on your uh, website, and you're getting maybe three or five a day, how are you going to handle a thousand chats a day? Like, how does that work? If you're getting uh, a thousand or 10 orders a day right now, how are you going to be able to ship out a thousand orders a day? And I think if you look at it into that, uh, that type of light, I think you're, you'll, you'll be able to really spearhead uh, the problems that could occur uh, in the upcoming you know, weeks or months or, or anything like that. Because realistically, if, if, it, if an offer is working at 10 bucks a day and it's working at 100 bucks a day, there's no reason that it can't work at $1,000 a day or it won't work at $10,000 a day. It's just up to you to, to have um, you know, a lower region larger enough to say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to you know, go ahead and spend $1,000 today. I'm going to spend $10,000 a day uh, on, this, on this offer and, and go for it and just push that throttle all the way. But again, the back end is, is also coming, right? That typhoon is, is warming up. To now, hey, you made all these sales. It looks really good in your merchant account. And then now it's like, how are we going to uh, fulfill this, guys? How are we going to do the refunds? How are we going to do the returns? You know, like all those problems that can occur. But that's those are good problems, right? Those are not bad problems. So always know, like, you know, there's going to be growing pains no matter what level. There's not going to be a level that one day you're like, I made it. You know, I'm, I'm making $100,000 a month. I'm free and clear of all my problems and worries. Life is great. No, there is always something that will break. There's always something that will fail or go down and, and create havoc. And realistically, you just got to, you know, you got to wake up and you got to be like, you know what? It's that's how that's how it goes. That's that's the universe. I can either say universe. You know what? I quit. I lose. Or you can say, you know what? Universe today is my day. And I'm uh, I'm gonna dominate you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna push through this, and we're gonna get through it. And you know what? Tomorrow's gonna be green. I love it. I love the idea as far as focusing on making sure you can solve problems a thousand times bigger than you are today. That's what's gonna cause you to grow. And again, awesome, awesome content. Thank you so much. I could talk to you absolutely for hours on end, and I'm sure everyone else would love to hear more from you. Real quick, as I wrap things up though, Trey, 
one of the things you've, you've always talked about is the importance of creating experiences for people, whether that's family, friends, things of like that. I know it's kind of off of a ClickFunnels topic, but I want to kind of talk just real briefly. Tell me as far as how did you, what types of experiences do you like creating for people and more importantly, why? You know, that's a great question. Um, and I, I want to clarify just a little more, but are you talking experiences for our customers, experiencing for our employees, or experiencing for ourselves? Uh, you know, the things I've heard most recently had been some of the experiences for you know family and friends, but I think it actually transcends all that you do. Everything you're, if I, as I look at all of your marketing, it's you create an experience for your customers as well as for your clients and, and for your, your employees as well as your, your family and friends, whether they're at, again, I've seen obviously all the pictures of you and your jet and all that kind of stuff flying around. And those are great experiences, but explain or kind of help people understand why the experiences are so important. I don't, yeah, and that and that's that's a good point. Um, two topics, you know, really come to mind when you talk about that. Um, one is money's cool and, and money's great, and money will do a lot of things for you. Um, but you have to figure out like, what are you going to do with it? You know, like, okay, uh, you got a million bucks sitting in your account. You got a hundred grand sitting in your account. What are you going to do with it? What's what's the plan? A lot of people get focused on. Uh, you know, just, just trying to make a thousand bucks and you need to have something in your back mind that says, you know, what, cause you're, cause it's going to happen. If you're, if you're going to do this, it's going to happen. So you need to, you need to have a plan of, you know what, when I get a hundred K, this is what I'm going to do with it and, and do that. Make sure you do that. But along the journey, I think is, is more important. And this is, this is the first piece, which is you need, you need to reward yourself. So important. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, reward myself. Okay, like go out and buy a car? No. Like let's say you make your first sale. You know, your first, your first transaction comes in. Someone actually purchased what you thought would work. Go out and take your family to, uh, to Dairy Queen. You know, go get some ice cream. You know, it might cost you five or ten bucks. And just go, go, go do that and, and create that experience with, with your family. But also take time to relay of like why you're doing that. Like why are you guys at Dairy, Dairy Queen tonight? Hey, Dave, I wanted to bring you to Dairy Queen tonight because we made our first sale together. Like how cool is that, man? And I just want to say thanks for all you've done. You've been an, an amazing partner. And I mean, it just, it starts with one, right? And let's, you know, our next goal is, is 10 and our next goal is 100. And let, you know what, after that, let's do a thousand, man. And, you know, instead of, instead of toasting ice cream cones, we should be toasting champagne next time. And you know what? You do that. Come come 100 sales, go grab a bottle of champagne. Come 1,000 sales, what happens there? You know, do you go, do you go take a limo downtown and, and treat yourself to a nice dinner? Possibly. You know, so, so what I look at it, which, is, which kind of fades into rule number two, is you're creating memories. You're purchasing memories. That's what money allows. It allows you to purchase. Just memories, and I really, I really hold that true because, you know, I, I you know, I've, I've been fortunate uh, to do a lot in the last twelve months, two years. Uh, we've been to uh, Maui three times now, either two or three times in the last two years. We've been all over, you know, California, Texas, done a lot of traveling. Uh, been down to you know beach coast lines, and you know, yeah, got to got to you know take a private jet out. Like, how cool is that? <laughs> um, you know, and, and, you know, yeah, you get to have those cool experiences and, and buy those memories. But, you know, the other thing is, is 
you know, you got to make sure that, you know, that's a percentage of it, right? Because if you, if you go out and buy a new car and you go out and buy the house that you've always wanted, that isn't going to make you more money, right? You're not doing yourself any right. justice. So you need to, you need to have a plan. You know, you need to have something in the back that's working for you. You know, that there's three pieces. My, a good friend of mine, uh, Sean Lynham, he is just a rock star. And, you know, one thing that he's always taught me is uh, three principles. You make the money, and then, then what? You got to grow it and then protect it. Love that. Right? Make it. Absolutely. Make, and, the, and, the, and the funny part, Dave, is the first one is the easiest. <laughs> that's the part most people struggle the most with mentally. That's right. So, so how do you how do you make it? Which is funnels. Then how do you grow it? Right. How do you grow that? Right. Is it real estate investment? Are you you know a stock person? Are you doing steps? Are you doing four hundred one k's? Like what's your you know what's your what is it? Um, are you going out and buying franchises? Like how are you growing it? And then and then third is protecting it. Um, you know, there's there's uh, there's a lot of people out there that would love to have some of that money. Yeah. No kidding. Well, Trey, thank you so much for everything. I Again, I look forward to I'm sure we'll have you on again real soon. But uh, anything you want to tell people before we wrap things up real quick? I do. I do. Um, there's, a big, there's a big piece here. And, and I appreciate you guys staying on the line with us because this, this has been awesome. But I want to tell you a story real quick of, of maybe why you know, I might be on this podcast and you could possibly be the next. And the reason is, is, is seriously because of ClickFunnels. Like we, we and Russell Brunson and, and his team, like we would not be where we are today if ClickFunnels hasn't hadn't come in to our life at seriously the like right time. Like it was amazing. We were doing the T-shirt thing; it was going great. Teespring keeps all your database. It, it keeps all all. It's just like Amazon, right? So it's a horde of of people of buyers. Like you have to have those buyers. We have we still to this day have sixty thousand buyers sitting in a Teespring database that we can't touch. And that's that's a year's that was a year's worth of, of building that I still to this day can't touch and it, and it's hard and so that's when the idea was like okay how do we start building our own database how do we get our own buyers and we we reached out to a to a web developer uh, over the next two months I think we paid him at that time like thirty five uh, thirty five hundred dollars to four thousand dollars to make us a website that could do t shirt sales right. And we're really excited. We actually started downgrading our T-shirt sales because we were ready to ramp up this website. And then, boom, right? He, we launch this new website, and it crashes. It crashes. Like, it's crashing, crash, crash. Like, like nothing's going through. It's transactions are, like, the whole thing is awful. So it really put us in a pivotal piece because it's like, all right, do we go back to Teespring and start loading buyers into that database that we can't control, or do we find something else? And... ClickFunnels came along. That's uh, someone. Someone referenced ClickFunnels to us. It, it was Kim Doyle, awesome lady. She's the WordPress chick, and for some reason we were mes- messaging that night, and she's like, "Hey, um, you know, I was telling her about this problem, this issue," and she's like, "Have you heard of Click- this thing called ClickFunnels?" I was like, "No, what's that?" And she's like, "Go watch this video." And it was, you know, probably one of the first videos Russell put out, and he's just kind of mousing around and like showing how easy it was, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is a godsend." So. Immediately that night, uh, yeah, that night I bought ClickFunnels, um, paid for it, and over the next four hours, I built a, an opt-in page, an order page, and a thank you page. So pretty simple. <laughs> and the next day, Dave, I think we we launched Facebook ads, and I can't remember like you know it's been a while now, but 
I think we brought in like a hundred to a thousand bucks with ClickFunnels. They that first that next day. That's and awesome. Like it just it just worked. Like it was it was so beautiful and it was so miraculous. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I couldn't believe what was at my fingertips. So the next over the next month I built twelve more funnels because I was so excited about it. Now were them <laughs> pretty looking funnels that they all like, you know, have the tweaks? No. But you know, like like it was just so simple now. And with ClickFunnels, and that's what's so keen. And, and, and to this day, we uh, on our boards is, is how do we build four funnels a month? That's our goal because we want, you know, we want 48 funnels a year, new and produced, that we can launch to our traffic and, and keep it fresh and just, you know, really good products uh, to, to launch out to our, to our avatars and through our properties and things like that. But, like, we, we run <laughs> millions of, of uh, visitors through through our ClickFunnels account, and it's absolutely phenomenal. Of like how it hasn't broke, how it just is fluent. It's it works. We put a support ticket in, and it gets responded to. I mean, the support staff. I mean, everything Russell's done with ClickFunnels is what uh, a CEO of a business is going to want just to have and to have it at his fingertips. You know, and they keep building more stuff that just keeps making it more great. And it's just like. How can you not use ClickFunnels? Like, how can you not be on ClickFunnels? Like, talking about a stick rate, I'm pretty sure our stick rate is over 100% because there's, like, if if ClickFunnels would ever go away, we'd have to go out and buy it because I'd be like, there's no way <laughs> going down. Like, there's, like, this can't happen. So I, I don't think that's ever going to happen because Russell's pretty determined on, on making this a, a huge masterpiece, and he already has. So, I mean, it really, David, it's really made our business um, you know, it's the reason that we're we're where we at, are at today, and all of our all of our stuff is built in ClickFunnels, and it it just it's 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 awesome. Oh, we we'll love it, Trey. Trey, thank you so much. If people wanted to get a hold of you, what's the best way of reaching out to you? Oh, um, shoot, Facebook. Just you know, grab me on Facebook. Uh, look for the guy with spiky hair, and uh, you know, send us a private message. We have a we have a Facebook page and we have a you know a profile and so yeah just reach out say hey just uh give us a shout out be like hey just heard your podcast with dave we we love talk love it well trey thank you so very much i appreciate all your time your effort and all that you've done with ClickFunnels. thank you so much and we look forward to connecting with you real soon again see ya